Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. Today we are going to talk about gossip. Gossip is something that really I think we overlook because it is so common in our interactions with others, but um, whether it's something you're doing in your own life or something that your staff is doing in your practice, or maybe you are participating with your staff in your practice, really this is something we need to look at. So let's talk about it. Um, As your coach, I want to first talk about why people are gossiping. So our brains are designed to ensure that we survive. And many, many years ago, it was really important to our survival that we find and be a part of a group because within a group system, we would have access to meet our basic needs, our food, um, sex for procreation, shelter, all of the things that we needed to continue our survival as a society. So this relates to the topic of gossip because I want to suggest that people who gossip are not inherently bad but the damage that gossip can create is really high. And many times the reason that people are gossiping is not to create damage. So let's take a look at that. Um, People who gossip, especially people who gossip a lot, are following the direction that their brain is giving them to ensure his or her place in a group, which would ensure his or her safety and access to basic needs. That's the way the brain is thinking. But we know that's not needed. That's not necessarily true or true at all in our day. You don't have to gossip about other people to be a part of the group. Now, I'm not saying that someone has the conscious thought that in order to be safe, he or she must gossip. But I'm suggesting that the person gossiping is being influenced by the brain's design. So what's really happening is that the gossiper is creating a group that they are a part of and excluding the person or group that's being gossiped about. So by deeming him, himself or herself in and the other person or group being gossiped about as out, The gossiper has answered the brain's demand to seek safety by being a part of a group. And of course, this comfort is actually just made up. It was fabricated by the gossiper who separated people onto sides or into groups. One thing I want to suggest is that a lot of people gossip about other people or other groups of people under the guise of connection, having something to talk about. And I want you to take a minute to really think about if those are the types of connections that you want to be a part of or that you want to be taking place in your practice. Are those really connections at all? And If so, are those the types of connections that you want to continue? Because I want to offer you that if there's any connection at all, 
the price is too high to create a long-lasting positive impact. What I think is happening and what I see happening in your lives and what you're telling me is happening in your practices is that the gossip is slowly destroying the environment you're trying to cultivate, the relationships at home that you want to keep, the social interactions that you're hoping to have. Gossip doesn't contribute to a higher level of any of those. Really, um, it comes back to our thoughts, which we've been talking a lot about because relationships are really a collection of your own thoughts about other people and your own thoughts about yourself. So some of you lecture and some of you teach and some of you even have podcasts and your students and listeners have a relationship with you. They have a collection of thoughts and opinions about you that you haven't even participated in directly. So circling back to gossip, really, when you're talking about a group or a specific person, you're really talking about your thoughts about that person and your thoughts about that group. But what they've done or what they haven't done really is irrelevant because what you're really sharing in the moment, although disguised as facts about some situation, you're really sharing your opinion about those things that have taken place or not taken place. So when you're participating in gossip or you see gossip happening in your homes or in your practices, Wherever it's showing up that it's a concern for you, I want you to ask yourself what feeling is driving the gossip. Sometimes it's curiosity or being interested or just needing to be in the know on a topic. What I want you to understand is that there's a dopamine release associated with gossip, which is why it continues to happen and why some people seem to have a really hard time not gossiping. They really want to be the in the know person or the deliverer of new information or definitely in the circle when so-and-so is being talked about. All of that is related to the brain's desire to seek dopamine. But let's slow it down and go back to those feelings. What is driving the gossip? Because if we can stop it in the process, if we can stop it before it happens and really understand it, we can solve for a more permanent solution to the gossip that's taking place. So think about the feeling and it may be, like I said, some something just like curiosity or interest, and it may be some other need or desire that the person's trying to fulfill or that you're trying to fulfill. But if we can stop and identify the feeling and then sit with it, just identify, hey, I'm feeling curious to know what happened last weekend, or I'm really interested in 
participating in that conversation about that person. Notice your thought, notice how you're feeling, but do nothing. And if it's a little uncomfortable, that actually is a good sign. That's a clue to you that you're in the middle of stopping the process. And this isn't like a quick fix. You don't just stop yourself once and you're cured of all interest in participating in gossip. But what I do want to suggest is that by allowing yourself to exit those conversations, even say something positive about those people, you are evolving to the next level. You are going to find new and more enriching ways to connect with those around you. You're going to encourage your family and they're going to see by your example and they're going to see by your direction if they're children that there are better ways and more uplifting ways to be a part of a group without sharing unnecessary details about other people or other groups. If this is a problem in your practice, by no longer silently allowing it to continue, but encouraging a positive change in the way that other people and other groups are spoken about, at least in your workplace, you're going to encourage a higher version of yourself and a higher version of your staff. So I want to challenge you to stop gossip in its tracks, to really pay attention to where it might be taking place in your practice and in your personal life, and not underestimate the damage that it can cause. Lastly, I want to encourage you to address this issue if it is an issue for you because going through an uncomfortable evolvement or an uncomfortable change will provide you with the skills and strength you'll need for the next great change or development in your life. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire. Mm -hmm.